Live from the Buff Whalen Chevrolet Panic Room, Cal and Company on 89X. Happy Thursday, Jillian. Happy Thursday to you. We made it to Thursday, the eve to the weekend. Thanks so much for being here. My name is Cal Cagno. We appreciate you on a Thursday morning. Let's talk about today's show. Cal and Company's Tour America sending you... Possibly, if you're caller 89, that is, you got to qualify to see Bastille in Chicago. They'll be playing with U2 in June, June the 3rd over at four, uh, Excuse me, Soldier Field. It's going to be amazing. That's where the Bears play. Uh, I've been there before. It looks like a spaceship dropped right into the old Soldier Field, but you can be there to see U2 and Lumineers. you got to make sure that you... Did I say Lumineers or did I say the wrong band? Did I say Bastille? Mm-hmm. I meant to say Lumineers. What did I say? Bastille. Okay, whatever. Bastille's not playing that show. Lumineers is. That's Cal and Company's Tour America this week. So make sure that you qualify for that coming up at 8 o'clock, 855-298-8999. The world's strongest coffee is finally available in America, Jillian. It's called Black Insomnia Coffee. Got 702 milligrams of caffeine in a 12-ounce cup, which is about three times what Starbucks has, about nine times what Red Bull has. That sounds like an anxiety attack in a cup. Yeah, I can't imagine that your heart wouldn't race. Yeah. Honestly, I don't even drink coffee anymore, which is really crazy. But even when I did drink it, it just gives me that jittery feeling. It kind of makes me shaky. It makes me really hungry. Yeah. I can't imagine what this would do. See, my problem is because we get up so early, I do drink a lot of coffee. So like by this point, when you hear me speak, I've already had one and a half cups of coffee. Mm -hmm. Now, I'll wait till later. I'll have one around noon, and then I'll probably have one around four. So usually I'm at four or five cups of coffee a day. Or I can't function, which means I'm addicted. Let's face it. I'm completely addicted to this. Um, They say, for the record, though, that it's safe um, for you to drink this because from a study in 2005, they found that it takes about five grams of caffeine to put your life in danger, which would be about seven cups of this coffee, which is nine times more than a Red Bull. So it's not going to kill us unless we have seven cups of it. Yeah, well, they had this. there was this one called Death Wish Coffee. Where that you could, um, you know, it had like twice or three times the amount of caffeine. Yeah. We tried it on the air one time. Like we were like, here, let's have one of our interns try it. Uh-huh. He's never had coffee. And he was like, uh, is he supposed to do something? Like It was like the <laughs> biggest bust. And they tried to make it sound so extreme. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, event, apparently you can buy this. Black Insomnia went on sale on Amazon. Sold out immediately for all the people who love coffee. Um, you can hop on the waiting list and get an alert when it's available again. But yeah, the world's strongest coffee. It would be good available. to have it like for emergencies, you know, on mornings where you wake up late or you were maybe dragging ass. Yeah. Drinking the night before. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Let's meet today's dumbass. <laughs> You dumbass. Such a dumbass. You're an ass. Today's dumbass is a woman who posed as a Target employee, infiltrated the store, and stole more than $40,000 worth of iPhones. That's four zero. 40000 Do you think she, what, just rocked the khakis in the red shirt? Yeah, dude. Yeah, it happened on March 15th in Virginia. Uh, they responded to reports. Police did surveillance footage of the suspect was leaving the store and hopping into a vehicle. Um, and yeah, they said that she stole all those phones, $40,000 worth. She's not av- affiliated with the store, but appeared to have knowledge of the store's procedures, employees, hours, and locations of the phones in the stock room. So they're thinking that maybe it's a little bit of an inside job Sounds as well. Sounds like it. But I'll tell you right now, what you don't want to do is wear a red shirt to Target because I've made that mistake before. Have people asked you where things are? Oh, Absolutely. In fact, <laughs> I, it doesn't even have to be that situation. I mean, I could just be at Family Dollar and people think I work there for some reason. No matter what store I'm at, 
someone thinks I work there. Really? See, I think it's interesting that people think you're the one that works there. I get it only sometimes. I would say probably 10 times this last year. And the thing I get the most is people, because I'm so tall, people will be like, can you grab that for me? Which yeah. I have no, no problem doing. Like yeah. I'm always like, well, I'm six foot three. How tall are you? <laughs> six five. I tell people sometimes six five just to sound cool. <laughs> six three isn't good enough. Um, what do you say? You're like, oh, I'm sorry, I don't work here. Or do you try to help them out? It depends. Um, if they ask me a question that I feel like I can try to help them with, especially if it's an old person. Right. I usually just try to help them, like, especially if they're trying to like locate. Like the other day I was at Kroger and uh, this old guy was looking for flatbreads and he was like, you know, they're like flat and you make them into a wrap. I was like, oh, like a tortilla. And he was like, yeah, like that. So I had to like help him find the tortilla. <laughs> Were they tortillas or did he want a pita bread? He wanted tortillas, but he didn't know what they were called. Aww. I know. It was so cute. What a nice But yeah, I usually just try to help them, whatever. Sometimes I have for fun in the last year or so found people that clearly don't look like they work at the store and then ask them if they know where things are. Like just for no reason. Like that's one of my weird things I've done. Really? Like, yeah. Do you know where they, you know, do you know where they keep the bread? <laughs> like not even like, do you work here? Don't confuse that they work there. Be very clear. Dude, where's the bread? Where's the bread up in here, man? Like I, you know, use like a lot of like '90s slang term. Like, it's because dude. you have an obsession with talking to everyone around you always. That's true. My kids are starting to get to the age where they're like, "Can you stop, dude?" Yeah. The two things that they're turning into me at my at, and me and my old man is, "Can you stop talking to everybody?" and "Can you stop saying my name in the store?" My dad and mom used to do that all the time. Cal from like two, you know. <laughs> aisles away and you're like do you have to say my name there might be some girls from school here why are you saying my name as if that's the worst thing they could do but my son the other day was like can you stop saying my name so loud dude at least your family like wanted to look for you my mom would just like ditch me in the store and i'd go in like states of panic like mom where's my mom i had no idea where i was you're still in therapy for that aren't you I, yes it's costing me thousands cal and company present jillian's celebrity breakdown Okay, so you may remember Tracy Morgan was almost killed by a Walmart truck. Well, he can joke about it now. He said, quote, when I was in a wheelchair still, I shopped at Walmart. He said, you still can't beat their prices, but (laughs) because of my settlement, everything went up a penny. So I think that's really awesome that he at least can have a sense of humor about this. Do you remember when he did his first appearance since his accident on Saturday Night Live and he tried to fake everyone out by talking weird and slow and he was like, just kidding, guys, I'm fine. Yeah, he came out and did this voice when he was like, thank you, folks. I know. And I was like, oh, he's doing the best he can. God bless him. God bless you. I sound like my grandma. Good for him. Good for him. So it seems like he's doing really well, which is awesome yeah he's a funny guy he's one of those dudes who you know what i mean like no matter what he does he's just funny 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 and it's funny when you first started that you said i don't know if you remember tracy morgan and then you said something about the walmart truck i think you were saying i don't know if you remember tracy morgan i'm like i will never forget tracy morgan he's still alive limp biscuit was apparently so bad that its very existence almost destroyed Slayer. So Slayer guitarist Carrie King said, quote, I couldn't understand why Limp Bizkit was so big. I thought if this is the way music is going, F this. He was completely not even going to do music because of Limp Bizkit, which I think is interesting. Yeah, that's weird <laughs> that you would let one band dictate your whole thing, considering that 
Slayer sounds nothing like Limp Bizkit. No, not at all, but I guess that's on purpose. Okay, let me ask you this. Were you a Limp Bizkit fan, either a closet Limp Bizkit fan or an out front wearing the red hat backwards, Fred Durst and the Durstettes? I want to say I was somewhere in between. I was a huge fan of their big singles. I used to watch TRL every yeah. day after school, um, but you know, I wasn't like pining away for Fred Durst at night. <laughs> they were one of the first bands I ever really worked with because they came out like right when I started working here. So they did this thing called the $2 Bill Show or $2 Billa Show mm-hmm. at the Fillmore. And now this was like at the height of Nookie. And I remember being like, dude, this band is like legit. I was yeah. like, we <laughs> all these songs. And then <laughs> it happened. I met Fred Durst and I was like, oh. Is he that bad? He's a fraud. He is a complete fraud in what way he has studied the hip-hop like language he studied rock um personas he's like not a real person he just like pretends to be everything he's not okay got it and so you know what i mean like he'll say stuff well at least any anymore now supposedly pokes fun at himself but at the time he was sort of like a i mean i don't even know if people use this word like a poser Mm -hmm. like he pretended to be cool and he wasn't he wasn't a nice person he wasn't good looking yet girls wanted to blow him he had you know um (laughs) You know, this band that was pretty good, his rhymes were weak as hell. Yeah. And then he like went out and like, you know, partnered with Red Man and Method Man from Wu Tang Clan to give himself himself some cred. And I remember Eminem was one of the first people to like really call him out and be like, This guy's like a clown. Yeah. He's not a real rapper. And eventually we all figured it out. But dude, if Nookie comes on, are you kidding me? I'm still gonna turn Oh, for sure. Dude, I did it all for the Nookie. All of it. I did so many unspeakable (laughs) things for the Nookie. So I know people like Chris Question are going to be hyped up and so will maybe even some people and other people in our lives because the High Times Magazine will be returning to Clio Area Speedway for the 2017 Midwest Cannabis Cup. (laughs) Now it's a two-day event promising a, quote, live cannabis experience. It'll take place June 24th and 25th at Auto City Speedway. Right there on North Saginaw Road in Vienna Township. Do you know where that is? And your boyfriend from up there? Yeah. By Clio? Yeah, kind of around there, but I don't particularly Flint, Saginaw know. area, right? Yeah, Mount Morris. All right, so this is the... No, I'm saying that's where I think Vienna is. Mm-hmm. Fourth year that the High Times has brought this event to the area. Second year in a row that it's uh, medical marijuana patients only, though. So mm-hmm. you can only be there if you're a medical marijuana uh, patient. That is not even the best part about it. Guess who's headlining it? <laughs> Yeah. What? Melissa Etheridge will be there. <laughs> you may ask why, why, and I do too. I mean, is she a huge pothead? Yeah, she she wants to advocate. <laughs> advocate hilarious. to legalize marijuana. Yeah. Those hoping to attend the event must be at least 18 years old with a valid photo ID and a certificate that says that you're a medical marijuana patient, which, as you've pointed out on this show before, may or may not be that hard to get. Yeah, I don't think it is. It just takes a couple of minutes. But yeah, so there you go. Chris, if you could get a card, does this sound like something that you want to go to? Hell yes. Yeah, um, I would be very interested in going to this. So it's kind of like the Weed Olympics in a way? Yeah, or? I mean, it doesn't say. It just it says that it's called the High Times Cannabis Cup. Cannabis Cup, which, yeah, I don't know if it's if they're going to be giving away like 
a prize for like the best strain. Like, mm. I think that's what it is. I think, and, and honestly, I probably should know this before I went on the air, but yeah, I'm thinking that it's probably a competition to give the growers who are coming up with the best strain. They call it oh, strains, right? That makes right? sense, yeah. I'm just thinking like, you know, whoever comes up with the, you know, one where it's like, oh my God, have you guys tried? I want to say Nag Champa, but that's a <laughs> incense. Remember Nag Champa? Yeah. Can you guys please help me out, you weed smokers here? I mean, sorry, we have one weed smoker on the show. <laughs> I'm rolling my eyes right now. Anybody on the show that's ever tried weed, give me a name of them. Uh, give me a name of one, please, Chris. What's uh, a name of Pineapple one? Express, Blueberry, uh, Kush, uh, Hempstar. There you go, Kush. Uh, <laughs> there you go. I'm saying that they might be giving out one Luke that- Skywalker. <laughs> that one that's, you know, for, oh my gosh, look it, they just created a Callan Company strain of weed. Ooh. Maybe yeah. we could talk to a local grower. How cool would that be, actually? To have something named after? Well, we have a beer named after us. We could have that, too. Yeah. I think that's actually kind of cool. We could win the Cannabis Cup. Again, though, only if Cal tries it, though. Cal has to smoke it first. That is true. I'm not a weed guy, I know, but we're trying to win a competition. Yeah, I I would probably change my story on weed a little bit. I probably would try it. If someone came up with a strain, and I don't mean that you took your kush or whatever and just renamed it for the day. Like, it has to be born we and raised. We actually grew it ourselves. Yeah, it has to be born and raised. And I want to smoke it with come through my window. <laughs> <laughs> I want Melissa Etheridge to be there when we smoke it for the first time. <laughs> yeah, I want her to be there. Hanging out with me. And I want um, Juliette Lewis, who's the girl in the video, which I didn't know. So random. Yeah, I don't hate this song either. It's time to decide once and for all. Is it white trash? Only on Cal and Company. Yeehaw! I'm Cal Cagno. You're you. Thanks for being here today. Here's the deal. It's white trash is the name of the game. We go around the horn and figure out if the things that you do and the things that we do are white trash or not. I'm your host, Cal. I'm 1% white trash. Jillian Riley is 14% white trash. Chris, question mark. 17,000% white trash. People didn't yeah. think it was possible, but he really, really pushed it this week. Let's talk about number one on the list. Not wiping down the machines at the gym after you use them. You're supposed to do it. You're supposed to help everybody else not have to deal with your sweat. But not wiping them down at the gym is that white trash. Jillian, what do you say? Yeah, it is. Do you do it? <laughs> okay. Like, when I first started going to this new gym, I didn't do it because I didn't really know where the spray bottles were. And I felt like I wasn't really sweating that much on it. So I didn't I didn't do it. But I started doing it all the time because I felt bad. Okay. So you do say it's white trash or not? It's white trash. Okay. Here's my problem. The gym I go to does not have spray bottles. They have wipes. They look like, like Clorox wipes that come out of a big dispenser. Mm-hmm. And at first, I did it every single time. I touched a machine. I did it before and after, which is I thought, you know what, I'll protect myself and protect others from germs. But I'll tell you right now, nobody in that freaking gym does it but me. And I'm starting to think I might not do it. Like dudes will get on there, they'll work for like 30 minutes on the treadmill and then just walk away. Walk away. So I don't know. I mean, I don't know if you you know, if it makes me white trash that I'm gonna join the white trash crew for not wiping things down. Cause it's like, hey, if no one else is doing it, why should I do it? 
Or, you know, I guess if no one else is doing it, then the only time it would make sense to do it is wipe it down before you use it. Yeah, exactly. But you know everybody's judging me if I don't wipe it down. It's white trash. What do you say, Chris? Question mark. Is it white trash to not wipe down your gym machines after you use them? I don't think it's white trash. I just think it's douchey and you're an a-hole. Help each other out. Nobody wants to go on that machine after it's all sweaty and just dripping wet. No, wipe it down, but it is not white trash. No. Is country time lemonade white trash? What do you say, Chris? Question mark. We go back to you. Is country time white trash? That could be It could be. Pre- pre-made in a can or it also could be the powder stuff that comes in like and the you same mix it yourself yeah, yeah you make it at home like a kool-aid or maybe like a gatorade liquor or powder thing is that white trash very tasty but yes white trash i agree when the number one ingredient is sugar and i think the second ingredient is uh high fructose corn syrup i think there's no real fruit juice in it it's white trash to drink country time lemonade is it white trash in your opinion jillian I say yes. We had a big tub of the Country Time pink lemonade mix at my house when we were little. Um, and we used to have it alongside our spam and definitely white trash. Uh, it's spam white trash. You really had spam? Yeah. I remember when I was younger, like we, my parents used to always have spam in the house, which Ugh. is so Ugh, funny yeah. because now they're both like health freaks and only eat Ezekiel bread and organic. Yeah. I'm like, do you guys have any idea what we grew up like? I mean, seriously. Did you guys know that spam is a delicacy in Hawaii? I did it's a know big that. deal in Hawaii. I don't know if it's because they can't get it because it's hard to get certain items there, but spam is a big deal in Hawaii, <laughs> and it's also white trash. Let's go along with game nights. When the kids aren't around and you're playing Pictionary, you could be playing you know, um, any sort of Scrabble, Monopoly. You're playing a game. Children aren't there. Is that white trash? Jillian, we go to you. I think it's kind of lame, but I don't think it's white trash. It's also kind of cute. My parents play Scrabble all the time, and it's super lame, and I make fun of them, but it's also cute. I don't think it's white trash. I think it's a little weird. Um, I know a lot of, like, you know... 20-somethings who are hipsters, you know, will play, like, really retro 80s games like Pictionary. Like, Pictionary is super old. But they they like it. They get their little easels. They, you know, wear their plaid (laughs) and they have their uh, retro beards. Like, whatever. You can do that. I don't think it's white trash. I think it's kind of lame, though. What do you say, Chris? Question mark. I have no problem with Jillian's parents if it's just them two at night. Okay, let's bring out the Scrabble board. But if you're inviting friends over and it's an actual game night, like party night, I do think that is white trash, yes. How about buying Hostess in bulk? Now, I mean, you go to the, you know, big box stores like, you know, Costco or Sam's Club and you buy Hostess in bulk. That also could be Swiss cake rolls from the Little Debbie company. Is it white trash to buy Hostess in bulk? Chris, we go to you. Now, if you're buying them for kids lunches, then no. But if you're buying from like Cal's buying for himself, then yes, that is white trash. (laughs) I will destroy a ho-ho or or a Swiss cake roll. Like they're like Swiss cake roll is better to me. I like a little, little Debbie in my life. They're a little bit more white trash, I think. Though, like little Debbie's white trash. Hostess is one step up, but it's white trash. How many could you eat at one sitting? Like if you just decide. Oh, uh, Swiss cake rolls. Yeah, probably ten. Wow, <laughs> impressive actually. Oh yeah, probably at least ten. <laughs> and I will chain eat them too. Like I will eat them like and still have food in my mouth while I put the next one in. <laughs> while you're putting like one in your butt. I would probably put it in my butt if it could get me, you know, that same feeling I get when I eat sugar. I don't know why she went there, but I'm going to go there, too. All right, what do you say, Jillian? Is it white trash to buy Hostess in bulk? Yeah, no one needs that much Hostess in their life on a regular basis. How about this? Is it white trash to drink Sunny D? Is Sunny D white trash? Mind you, I don't think... I forgot about Sunny D. Yeah. 
Let's see this for a second. I want to look it up while you, while Chris, you tell if it's white trash. I want to see if there's any actual juice in Sunny D. Again, this goes back kind of to the hostess. If it's for the kids' lunch, whatever. For the kids. Yeah, they can drink Sunny D. But if you're a grown adult or even in your teens, you shouldn't be drinking Sunny D. It is white trash. Yes. Is it white trash to drink Sunny D? Jillian. I do think it's white trash. And also, does anyone really know why it's called Sunny D? What does that mean? <laughs> does anyone have any idea what that means? Because it almost sounds a little bit dirty or something. I thought it had um, to do with like, Sunny vitamin Delight, D. it's called. Oh, it's sunny called Sunny Delight. Delight. That's right. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay, so it's a Sunny D may contain a full day, full day supply of vitamin C. But the tangy orange drink is drowning in sugar. 27 grams of per glass. Better choice. Blah, 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 blah. Does it have any? I don't think it has juice in it. What are the ingredients? Okay. (laughs) Sugar, water, fructose. No, it has. You know what? It has juice in it. Okay, so it says corn syrup and then 2% or less of the following. Orange, tangerine, apple, lime, grapefruit, and pear juice, and then a whole bunch of chemicals. Whoa. But water and corn syrup are the two top ingredients, and then 2%. So 98% of it is water and sugar. <laughs> Still it's delicious. It's freaking delicious. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude I'll, dude. I'll grip up on some Sunny D. I got no problem with it. I feel like you seeing that made you just want it more. I know. Now I'm going to get it on my way home. Sunny D and Hostess. Mm. Yeah, I'll just do it up. I'll have chocolate in my teeth all day, and I won't even care. <laughs> Live from the Buff Whalen Chevrolet Panic Room, Cowan Company on 89X. We'll be playing Truth, for, Truth or Pair later on in the show. We'll call it 750. Yeah, 750 we'll play for Vans Warped Tour tickets coming to the Palace on July the 21st. I Prevail, Silverstein, Anti-Flag, Beartooth, Hawthorne Heights, Memphis, Mayfire, and so many more. The lineup is huge. It's always fun. It's like a rite of passage if you've never been to the Warped Tour. You need to do that. I mean, dude, it's even in songs by Blink-182. That's how much people like the Warped Tour. Are you a Warped Tour kid or not so much? I've never been to the Warped Tour. I'll have to take you. I know. We'll have to pop that cherry this year. I've always, wa- I've always wanted to go. <laughs> nothing? I just threw that out there? Nothing? It's been popped for a while. <laughs> so, I don't really know what to say about that one. <laughs> Awkward. Coming up at 720, it's Dirty Little Secret. We'll be talking about somebody who has a torch and a flame still going for an axe, but it's really, really intense. We'll talk about that at 720. Remember, if you've got a Dirty Little Secret, you can always tell us about it at adnxradio.com. That's where you can go for Callan Company's Dirty Little Secret. Oh, one final thing. Tweets for Seats is happening today as well. Primus, Michigan Lottery Amphitheater on Freedom at Freedom Hill on July the 20th. That really rolls off the tongue, though, doesn't it? Michigan Lottery Amphitheater at Freedom Hill. That doesn't sound annoying. Yeah, that's really long. <laughs> God bless name mentions. I still have a friend that calls it Pine Knob. Really? Yeah, like, but with a straight face, it's like, yeah, so they're coming to Pine Knob. It's like, dude, it's been called DTE Energy Music Theater for like, I don't know, 10 years. <laughs> I also have a one, somebody I knew that used to be on the radio here that called it The Pine Knob. They're going to be coming to The Pine Knob, and you're like, that's funny. there's no the, there's no the. You don't have to say the the, there's no the there. Let's go to Florida. Florida, Florida, no time is a Thirty-seven year old Kristen Morrow and her twenty-five year old boyfriend George Harris. We're having a good time under a blanket in a public park in Sebastian, Florida. Last week when someone saw them and of course called the cops because there was a lot of movement under the blankets. Now when the officer got there, Kristen warned them, Don't arrest us, because quote, I'm part of the Illuminati and Freemasons. You have no authority. And I don't have to leave. She also said she was, quote, a famous music talent. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Sounds like she might be dealing with some other things as well. As far as we know, she's not any of those things. As part of the Illuminati, we don't know. We assume she's not a member, but really, how would we ever really know with secret societies, right? That is true. I mean, anyone could be in the Illuminati. I could be in the Illuminati. You wouldn't know it. Um, it seems like if you were in it, though, you probably would have more dough. True. You do have to be very wealthy to be in there. Okay, when you think Illuminati and secret society, what's the first thing you think of? Do you think of, like, government? Jay-Z. Really? Mm-hmm. See, I think of Eyes Wide Shut, that terrible movie with Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman, where it's like a not illegal sex ring. Mm-hmm. Have you seen Eyes Wide Shut, Chris? You've probably seen that movie, right? Every guy has seen that movie. Ooh, confession. I have not. This makes me sad that you guys did you not see you didn't see it either. The the look on your see the look on her face said she didn't see it, so that's why I went to Chris. I'm gonna be honest with you guys. What just happened was Jillian's face said I didn't see the movie, so I'm like, okay, well I'll go to Chris. And then he's like, Confessions, I haven't seen it. So neither one of you seen it. But it's basically about a secret society that they have a bunch of, you know, women that they just have sex with who they all wear those like masks, like Mardi Gras masks. Creepy. Yeah, lots of boobs in the movie. Lots of boobs. Well, I'll be seeing it later today then. Yeah, Eyes Wide Shut is what the name of it is. But yeah, you think of Jay Z and Jay Z and Beyonce? Jay Z and Beyonce is who you think of? Mm-hmm. Definitely. They're always making those weird little triangle things with their hands and it's a big thing. Yeah, I think it's a real thing. Do you think it's real? Of course I do. Of course. Come on. There's no way that there's not people behind the scenes pulling the strings. Look at this. Here we go. Over the government. Come on. Secret societies are real. I feel like people need to open their eyes. Okay. Now, does Get this, woke. Is this woman part of it, you think? 37-year-old Christian Morrow? Yeah, probably not. She was probably on meth is what her Yeah, was. she's from Florida. That's all that needs to be said. But yeah, and she's jerking off her boyfriend in a public park. Exactly. There's That's more of a bath salts thing than a <laughs> thing. Live from the Buff Whalen Chevrolet Panic Room, Cowan Company on 89X. We have to know, like literally have to know. I'm Cal Cagno. She's Jillian. Here's the deal. What you're about to hear comes to us from ADNXRadio.com. It's completely anonymous. It's today's dirty little secret. Comes to us from ADNXRadio.com. Should I hit it one more time? ADNXRadio.com? No. You ready? Yep. I check my ex-fiance's Facebook every day, even though we broke up in 2014. Do the math on that. And I've been in a relationship with someone else for two years. He just got a new girlfriend for the first time since we broke up. And I'm jealous. Ooh, couple things going on here. Yeah. All right, my initial feelings, in case you're interested. Of course I'm interested. Um, I think that it's normal to kind of stalk your ex for at least a couple months. At least in my case and my friends' cases. I know that <laughs> that is probably pretty common. Check up on their Facebook, see what they're doing, see where they're checking in. Um, and even though it is a long time after, I think it's normal to get a little jealous when they move on and find a new person. Okay. I do think it's very bizarre to keep stalking them for three years. Every day I check my ex-fiance's Facebook page. I mean, that's like waking up every day and checking your email. Like, that's part of her routine. Right. That's very weird. she cheated. 
I'm telling you, my initial thought is she cheated on this guy. That's why he has taken three years to get a girlfriend. He had a fiance who he loved, who broke his heart, and he just now is getting back on that horse. Mm -hmm. That horse being this new girlfriend. And this girl can't let it go. Mm -mm. She's been in a relationship with somebody else for two years. That's great. Good for you. So let's get this straight. So you guys were engaged. You took a year off. He took three years off. You've been in some, uh, been with somebody else for two years. He's been with somebody else for, th- well, two weeks, That, as far as we know. And you're jealous. It's one thing to say it bums me out that he's with somebody, but to be full-on jealous, I don't know, 855-298-8999. What is the um, statute of limitations where you can still be jealous? I don't know the answer to that because let me just give you an example. So there is this guy I dated for a really long time, probably like seven, eight years, like kind of through high school and college and stuff like that. And obviously, like I have not talked to him in years. I have no idea what he's even doing. Hopefully he's doing great. Um, I was it was a year ago, like a little bit over a year ago, I was standing up in one of my friend's weddings and someone asked me about him because it was a bunch of people I went to high school with. And I was like, honestly, I have no idea. I think he's doing good. Like I haven't talked to him, whatever. And then someone else chimed in and she was like, oh, he actually has a girlfriend. She works here. And it was very unexpected, but I did feel like a little bit like, ooh, like my stomach like dropped a little bit. You know what I mean? Like that feeling. And I didn't expect it. And it was so weird. But I got a little bit jealous. Really? Yeah. Did you want him to be miserable? Is that what your goal was for him? And I'm not saying that you consciously are like, I would like him to get hit by a truck. But I mean, are you? was there a part of you who was like, oh, it's too bad he doesn't have a job. Doesn't have anything going no, for himself. No, I, I think he was such a bad boyfriend. <laughs> to me that I just assumed that no one else would ever date him you know I was like there's no way he could actually have a girlfriend that's insane you know and then like when I found out he did I was like really you're like maybe I should blindly email her through Facebook and let her know that I (laughs) no he's an a-hole I wasn't gonna take it that far and who knows like probably now he's a great guy like he probably grew up I don't know no he's probably still an a-hole once an a-hole always probably still weird I'm just happy that I am have been married long enough that Facebook came out after I had a lot of exes because as I've said before if cell phones were as big when I was 18 There'd be so many dick pics of me out there. Thank God they weren't. And if, you know, Tinder was around, I probably would have made a lot of mistakes. And if I had Facebook, I would probably be stalking a lot of my exes. But, I mean, dude, I've been married for 15 years. Mm -hmm. Like, my exes would be 20 years ago at this point. Like, if I'm still pining away for someone after 20 years, that's kind of weird. Very weird, for sure. But I mean, I still, I still have nothing but hatred for some of my actions. Don't get me wrong. I don't wish them any, you know, good things. I just don't. I don't want them to like to die or anything. But I don't wish them anything good. But I also, I mean, believe me, I've tried. I can't find them on Facebook. Either they don't have Facebook or I'm blocked. I'm not sure what. Yeah, it is. I'm pretty sure I'm blocked. What do you, what do you give this one on a scale of one to ten? Um. I give it like a seven because, you know, she's in a new relationship and that's the part that makes me feel a little weird. When I found out this news about my ex, I wasn't in a relationship, which I think is what made it sting a little bit more. Right. Because I was like, how the hell does this a-hole have a girlfriend and I'm single? Like that, my ego kind of went a little crazy there for a second. 
But in her situation, she's been with this guy for two years. So I think it's a seven. I think if he knew, he'd probably be really hurt. I think it's messed up. Yeah, I think anytime you have an ex-fiance, it's like Danger Will Robinson. I don't know that I could date a girl who had an ex-fiance. Because you got so close to getting married that you pulled the straight-up Julia Roberts runaway bride. Mm -hmm. Like, you decided to call off a wedding. You loved him so much that you said yes to the ring, but then had second thoughts. You're always going to have that sort of, like, kinship with each other. Where you're always going to be tied together. And I'm telling you, you give this two years, this still won't be the end of this crap. Like, he'll be writing in being like, my (laughs) ex-fiance... Now she's been with guy with two years. I showed up at the wedding to try to stop it. Then I got in a fight with one of the groomsmen. <laughs> I've not been to a wedding in a long time where there's been a fight. I need to go to one. Oh my gosh, I've never seen a fight at a wedding. That really? sounds amazing. Oh yeah, one of my cousins got in a fight at a wedding one time with one of the groomsmen. They decided they were going to do some fun dance. Like it was a dance where like all the groomsmen were doing... Like had like these silly boxer shorts on and were like dancing around the bride. It was horrible. Just for the record, it was so stupid. I hate the synchronized grooms. It was so stupid. And he, they were all out there and they had like sunglasses on. They were like dancing around. So one of my cousins went out there and whipped down one of the guys' uh, boxers. Yeah, everyone saw his. Everyone saw his dong. (laughs) So the guy got up and swung at my cousin. And then they started fighting. Then him and his brother got into it. I mean, dude, it was like a freaking melee at a. Yeah, everybody had a few drinks at the time, but yeah. But hey, you know what? We'll never forget that wedding. Every single person, every time we talk about that (laughs) wedding, like remember that? There was a straight up fight at the wedding. We're white trash for that, by the way. That sound means it's time to play a game. Oh, yeah. Truth or Pairs, what we're playing today. You want to ask us a question that we think we don't want to answer for whatever reason, whether it's too personal or just too intrusive, then you'll win. It's that easy. 855-298-8999. Tickets see the Vans Warp Tour July the 21st at the Palace of Auburn Hills. If you want to see I Prevail, Silverstein, Anti-Flag, Beartooth, Hawthorne Heights, Memphis May Fire, or any of the other bands on the show, 855-298-8999. That's the number you'll use for Truth or Pair. They're getting better at Truth or Pair. I definitely would agree with that. I used to be really excited anytime we played this game on our show. And now it's more of a feeling of um, fear. Yes. <laughs> well, that's the thing, right? Like normally it used to be I would go to the phones and be like, hey, what's going on? Who's your question for? And I'd be like, well, if it's for me, cool. If it's for Jillian, cool. But now I'm like, please be for Jillian. <laughs> I know. Because I'm the worst, dude, right? Like, I'm just getting real bad at this because it's getting predictable what I won't say. Mm-hmm. Although, I, I mean, I'll have to be honest with you guys. The butthole comment I thought was pretty good. The fact that I said that, you know, somebody said, does Wendy stick her fingers in my butt? And I said, oh. no, she doesn't, but it's not for lack of asking. <laughs> 855-298-8999. Well, Chris is getting some people lined up for truth or pair. I'm ready for this. I'm ready to do this. Here we go. We go to you. April, you're up first. Good morning, April. How are you? Good. How are you guys? Doing good. All right. So what do you, who do you want to ask the question to? I'm going to ask you, Cal. All right. What do you got? Ha. Okay. Which kid is your favorite? Of my two kids? Yep. It's a good one. You know you have a favorite. I don't. Oh, no. Cal, come on. Everyone has a favorite. (laughs) That's why it's like kind of an easy (laughs) question, but it sucks. It's the worst question. (laughs) Did we have this one before? No. I try to listen every morning and I don't think I heard it. No, I think you might be right, (laughs) April. (laughs) 
What are you gonna do, dude? Dude, are, are you kidding me? <laughs> I know. Usually, there's sex questions about how many things she can fit in her orifices. <laughs> Poor girl. It's a little different. Okay, you know what, I, April? I can't answer that question. You're gonna win. She's gonna win on the first question. April, congratulations. That has never happened in the history of Truth or Pair on the show. All right, let's keep going. Let's keep going. <laughs> Screw it. I've almost put the music back up. I don't know what to say. Well, we have to keep going. We got time for it. Let's Do we go have to... more tickets? Yeah, we'll be fine. Sweet. Let's go to Marta. Marta, good morning. Who's your question for? Good morning. First off, I want to tell you guys I'm your naughty nurse. Ooh, ah, hey. Thank you for the picture, by the way. <laughs> Just for the You're record, welcome. um, Nobody, we showed nobody, but we did both see them and they're fabulous. Yeah, like, good for you. Congratulations. We didn't think you'd come through, but you came through. And yes, you are a naughty nurse. And oh my goodness, they're amazing. <laughs> Who's your question ask, for? I want to ask Jillian a question. Okay. Have you ever had a sex dream that you enjoyed about someone you shouldn't, like a relative? Oh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> she did? Um. <laughs> you know what? I am going to go ahead and not answer this question. What? <laughs> Hold on, Marta. I can't. I can't answer this question. You absolutely could if you weren't a dirty pervert. <laughs> What is going on today? I don't know. With us. I don't know. I feel like people are getting to know us a little bit too uh, well or something. <laughs> horrible. God. Congratulations, Marta. Uh, congratulations, Marta. <laughs> sexy, sexy nurse. Live from the Buff Whalen Chevrolet Panic Room, Cal and Company on 89X. So Calvin Company's Tour of America continues this week with the Lumineers in Chicago. You'll get a digital download of the Lumineers album Cleopatra at 8 o'clock. Oh my gosh, it already happened. So Ashley Bennett from Detroit was caller 89. She got that Lumineers album Cleopatra and qualified to see the Lumineers in Chicago when they open up for U2 at Soldier Field in Chicago Saturday, June 3rd. It's going to be a huge show. You can qualify just like Ashley did. She listens to Gallon Company, and if you listen to Gallon Company and read and would like to qualify, you can do that. Mark McKenzie also later on, 8 o'clock tonight. So no reason for you not to qualify for Gallon Company's Tour America as we send somebody to see Lumineers in Chicago. My name is Cal Cagno. Her name is Jillian. His name is Chris Question Mark. And a new study found that 18% of, their pe- 18% of people only wash their jeans when they get a stain on them. So I want to talk about this for a second, Jillian. How often do you wash your jeans? Probably the same when they get a stain on them. So I know everybody hates this. I hate it too when I start throwing around stats. I think it sounds stupid to be like, a new survey said. But I do want to talk about the jeans for a second. 10% of people wash their jeans every single time they wear them. Those people are crazy people. I think those have to be like really skinny people because we all know that feeling when jeans are fresh out of the dryer. I hate it. It's the worst. And the best is when they're already broken in and, you know, your gut can kind of like be a little <laughs> more free. Like I'm definitely going to prolong that before I put them in the dryer again. I will say that every time I put on jeans that have been, you know, drying, I don't dry my jeans because they'll shrink too. Uh, my legs are too long, so I'll put them on like a drying rack. Mm-hmm. Every time I put them on, though, I'm just like, oh, my God, I got to lose some pounds. Like, I give myself a look in the mirror like, what in the hell did you do to yourself? It's even worse when you put them in the dryer. I put mine in the dryer. Why? 
It's just how I roll. So, yeah, so then they get stretched out for a while, and you're like, man, I really been, must have been working out at the gym. So, yeah, 10% of people do that. 28% of people go a month. 18% hold on months and only wash them when they get a stain. That's me. I only wash my jeans if there's a stain on them. Like, sometimes I'll go, like, six months and I'll wash my jeans. <sighs> okay, six months. Yeah, there's sometimes where, I'm going to be honest with you guys today. Sometimes I'll bend over to like tie my shoe because like in the morning I get dressed in the bathroom and I close the toilet seat so that I sit on top of the toilet, but not on the seat. Like I close yeah. like the lid and I'll bend over to tie my shoes. And so when I tie, tie my shoe, my nose is like almost here. I'll show you. Like this, right? Okay. My nose is by my knee and sometimes it smells like barbecue and I don't yeah. make a lot of barbecue. My jeans are so dirty. Ew. I know. And if my wife knew that I was saying, like my wife does all laundry and she always says the same thing. If you want something washed, just throw it in the pile of stuff. Like we have a hamper, but sometimes I'll just take them off, fold them up. Okay. But how do you not get a stain on them for six months? Like I only wash my jeans when I get a stain on them, but like I'll get a stain on them probably every third time I wear them. You're a messy eater. I don't know what to say. <laughs> Chris, how often do you wash your jeans? Uh, I tried to get at least three wears out of jeans. And then you'll wash them. And then I'll wash them. Again, though, if there's no stains and I think they're pretty clean, I'll stretch it out even farther. Okay, so towels are disgusting, too. 9% of people are washing them after every use, which is ridiculous. Dude, that's crazy. 43% of people wash them once a week. 15% wash them whenever they get around I used to, to wash them once, like, after every use, and then my girlfriend got mad and said, that's such a waste. And that's wasteful, dude. Yeah, that's crazy, and especially you. I'm surprised. That, I, I mean, not to be mean, but, like, that's You crazy. are a garbage person. <laughs> it's not You what look I'm homeless. You look like a homeless bitch. Listen, he told us that he wears sweatpants and no underwear every day to work. So I was just, you know. Well, yeah, we can see the sweatpants. It's the no underwear that makes me kind of grossed out. How about your sheets? How often do you wash those? Ooh, Jillian. Not often enough. That's they say for sure. 44% of us wash them every one or two weeks. No way. No way. Another 35% wash them once a month. And here's the funny one. 21% per- of the people they talk to use them until they're done. And then instead of washing them, throw them away. That's weird. They throw away their sheets. A lot of fluids on those must be. That's really odd. Yeah. I can't imagine doing that. Well, I mean, it's, yeah, like you said, there's got to be a lot of fluids. I wouldn't want to blacklight anybody's room. Not no, even mine. No, And the thing is, like, sometimes I'll go in spurts where I'm like, oh, I really got to keep my sheets clean. And then, yeah. like, I'll go kind of a while. Here's or... the thing. There is dust mites everywhere. We need to make sure that we get this. There could be bed bugs. And then, like, a week later, you're like, I don't want to do this. I know. That's how I am. I'm kind of like the um, bipolar person with cleaning. Like, I sometimes I'm really, really super <laughs> clean. Sometimes I'm a neat freak. And sometimes I just let the dirt pile up. Like, yeah. there's no one you go me. in waves. Okay, what about bras? How often do you wash your bras? Ooh, not a lot. But the bras are another thing where if you wash them and you put them in the dryer, they get ruined. So you have to hang them. And then also they get like stretched out where they like feel better, like a little more stretched out. Like yeah. you don't want them. So I do not. <laughs> I don't know how often, but not. 5% after every use. 55% of women go one or two weeks. 33% wait till they smell weird. That's an exact quote. Smell weird. I mean, they're by your armpits. That's what I always think about. True. Like, not a lot of, there's not a lot of boob sweat unless it's super hot, but for the most part, and they say, and nobody um, lets them go indefinitely. Like everybody they talk to washes their bras. Yeah. 
You have to. <laughs> well, you don't have to do anything. Well, like, okay, a sports bra, I'll, wear it. I'll wash it right after I wear it because that baby is getting sweaty. <laughs> How about underwear? Well, we know the answer to that. Yeah, this, is the, this makes me happy. 97% of people wash their underwear after it's only been worn once. Which means 3% of us are re-wearing the same pair of underwear, even though they're dirty. That's gross. Or not wearing them at all. Well, yeah. I mean, you're one of those women we found out who just doesn't (laughs) feel the need to wear underwear. So you must have to wash those leggings a lot then, right? Yeah. After I use. Okay. So you don't wear underwear, but then you just wash your leggings more. (laughs) I feel like if someone told me, even if they were trying to save the earth and conserve water, but they were re-wearing underwear, that would make me sick. Like, that's such a gross thing. Really? I don't think you not wear underwear. Mr. I don't wash my jeans but twice a year. (laughs) (laughs) You're the biannual jean washer and you're here to cast. Yeah, Yeah, you're here to throw stones. For the record, I do it when we change the clocks. (laughs) The day we change the clocks is the day I... Your jean washing day. (laughs) Live from the Buff Whalen Chevrolet Panic Room, Cowan Company on 89X. It's time for Dirty Little Secret on Cal and Company. This one kind of dirty. I can't lie to you. Comes to us from ADXRadio.com. I'm Cal Cagno. This is Jillian. This is today's Dirty Little Secret. I work at a car dealership and I love farting in new cars. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love farting in new cars. Can you imagine you sit down in your brand new car and the salesperson <laughs> just ripped a fart before you got in there? I want you to testify right now. 855-298-8999. Where do you fart? Where did you <laughs> fart? And got caught? Maybe you didn't get caught. Did someone else get blamed for your fart? Let's talk about farts for a second. Yeah, we're going there. 855-298-8999. Because I'll tell you right now, I got no issue farting in the grocery store. That's my number one go-to place. Especially if I'm going to turn the corner of an aisle. Yeah. Because usually then I can get around the corner and see if anybody smells it. Well, I think the best thing about farting in the grocery store is that no one's going to say something. If you're at work and it's like one of your coworkers or something, they might say something. Like if I farted in this room, you'd be like, whoa, did you fart? You know what I mean? But if you're in a grocery store, it's a complete stranger. And usually there's other people in the aisle, too. So there's not someone they can blame it on. And they don't know any of the people. So you can totally get away with it. I agree. I got caught farting here one time, though. I was picking up a box, and it was like after hours. This is when I was doing promotions. <laughs> and it was I was walking down the hall, and I had this box in my hand, and I farted, and I didn't know anyone was there. And it was a loud one. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I hear, that box must be really heavy. <laughs> Turned Who was around. it? Someone from like another suite. Oh my god! Someone, gosh. you know, just somebody accountant or you know worked at the doctor's Whatever. office. Whatever. They probably fart too. But it was just so funny though that she said that box must be really heavy, and it was <laughs> semi heavy. <laughs> Chris lights him up. I know in the in the studio there. I know that's kind of his deal. Um, have you ever lit one of your farts on fire? You know what? I thought that was a wives' tale. Is that a real thing? Oh, um, yes, it's a real thing. And you've done it. I haven't done it, um, but the other night. <laughs> oh no! Uh, my boyfriend did. Oh, Damon. <laughs> and I 
You are dating a man child. <laughs> the things you tell me about this guy. He is a grown man in a boy in a grown man's body. Do you want to know the best part? So this is by the way was after we ate some Taco Bell. Oh. And <laughs> I was just kind of staring at him in disbelief. I was like, are you serious right now? And he was cracking. He's like, the, he's like, you don't think this is funny? He's like, this is so funny to me. I was like, I mean, it's kind of funny, but it's Does also, it actually light up? It actually lights up. That's the part that's so funny. When you actually light the fart, it goes, like it actually gets. Couldn't it go up right up your butthole burn you? Yeah, it can. So you got to be careful. Like, don't get it too close, you know? But you can get some fireworks out of that, baby. <laughs> 855-298-8999 is our phone number. Let's go over to you, Rob. Rob, you're a crop duster? Yeah. <laughs> you know, nothing better than a small bathroom with coworker. So you have no problem taking a dump at work and using a shared space? Not at all. See, that's the thing. I've always been lucky that we've had like a bathroom with a couple of stalls. I mean, obviously, you start to recognize shoes. Is yours a one-man show? Like, it's just a toilet and you got to go when you got to go? Oh, no. I'm, I'm a painter. I'm in there with a co-worker painting. <laughs> oh. You know, I'm up on the ladder. He's at ground level, you know. I'm like one right in the face. Right. Just nail him right in the, right in the mouth. Nothing wrong with that. Good for you, Rob. I'm impressed. You know, I um, when I was waiting tables, I had this girl that I worked with that I was really good friends with, and we would always joke around at work, and she was really funny. And one day, she came up to me at work, and she was like, oh, my gosh. She's like, my table is being so rude. They're so mean to me. Every time I go over there and talk to them, like, you know, they're just rude. I'm like, oh, my God, that sounds like the worst. Don't you hate those people? Totally. And then, like, probably two seconds later, she's like, I got him back. And I was like, how? Crop dusted him. Really? That's awesome. I know. I don't know why a waitress As soon as she doing... like set their food down, walked away. <laughs> I was like, dude, that's like the best revenge ever. I have farted the gym more than twice with my headphones on, and sometimes I wonder if it was so oh. loud, right? Because I can't hear because I have headphones on. I know. Isn't that the worst? I work at a car dealership and love farting in new cars. 855-298-8999. We're talking about farts on Cal and Company. What do you give this one on a scale of 1 to 10? Uh, I give it a 1. I don't think this is a secret. I think it's kind of funny and awesome. Yeah, I mean, it'd be one thing if you took, you know, your finger, stuck it in your anus, and wiped it on the seat so that their new car scent was ruined forever. You're just farting. It's just air. Eventually, it will air out. And they'll have it's a just new... methane gas. Yeah, that can be lit, apparently. <laughs> Sam, what's your comment about this dirty little secret? Good morning, guys. How are you? Doing good, Sam. What do you? What happened to you? So my dad actually he used to uh, pull cables and like install security cameras and stuff like that. And you always have the one guy on top of the ladder, and you have the guy that you know holds the ladder and keeps it sturdy. Well, my dad let one rip one day, and the guy literally says, "Gags," and goes, "Oh my god, I literally tasted what your fart like what oh. tastes like," and ends up throwing up and getting sick. <laughs> No. He threw up because it was so rancid. Yeah, he literally tasted the fart. Like, it was a flavor. Ew, no. That's disgusting. Stop, Sam, stop. that is just plain disgusting. <laughs> right in his mouth, though. I mean, you've had that happen where you know you're not looking and one of your buddies decides just to rip one in your head? We've all had that happen. Yeah, I mean, I've sat on a girlfriend's head before and farted on her head. You have? Yeah, we weren't together much longer than weird. that. Weird. Yeah, it's not a, weird how that works. <laughs> Live from the Buff Whalen Chevrolet Panic Room, Cowan Company on 89X. 
Vanna White is a household name because she turns letters. And you know what? I'm not going to hate on her. She's 60 years old. She's been doing Wheel of Fortune for 35 years. And it says in my story here that she's been a part of this so long that she's worn over 6,500 different dresses during that time. Dude, what a career, huh? Yeah, you wouldn't think joining a game show and turning letters. And now she just presses the button, right? No. And she has made a amazing career out of it. <laughs> well, she wasn't always rich. She did need money when she was young. And she's still upset she did it. Now, she did a lingerie photo shoot when she was young and needed the money it says and it ended up in playboy after she got famous she says quote this is a lesson that applies today never do anything that you don't want to do she said uh she needed the money but didn't want to ask her dad for any money so she decided to do these pics and then like i said they got out in playboy years later because hugh hefner bought them and ran them and it says vanna before wheel of fortune she looks gorgeous in these pictures and i actually met vanna white one time uh don't you think she looks pretty in that picture mm-hmm um, I met her in Vegas one time. She was, they were taping something for Wheel of Fortune. She and nice. she, she said hello. That was it. Yeah. I just, you know, said hello. It was, I mean, dude, I was like on Fremont street, which is like the old school Vegas. Mm-hmm. And they were taping underneath that giant canopy. And I was there with like a bunch of other tourists. Like I just happened. I was like, what's going on over here? <laughs> and then she was over there like shit, taking pictures with people and meeting people. But I didn't have my phone on me. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, oh, hey, what's going on? She's like, hi. That so really like, you could be totally making this story up and we wouldn't know the difference. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess if I said that something really cool happened, then it would be made up story. Truthfully, <laughs> I said hello to her. She said hello to me. We didn't even like yeah. change names or phone numbers or bodily fluids or anything good. Mm, yeah. Gorgeous though. I think it's funny though, like where she's she says, you know, oh, this, you know, is a lesson to be learned from anyone. Anybody. Dude, I'm telling you right now, I bet you the next, mm, probably not the next president, but I would say probably three presidents from now, there's a good chance those people could have nudes out there. Oh, for sure. Like, that's the deal. It isn't about being young and needing the money. It's about the fact that if you're 22, there's a really good chance that you've sent a nude to somebody. Well, I mean, this is a little different, right? So she did the photo shoot to get the money because, you know, she wasn't super successful in Hollywood yet. But, I mean, it's a lingerie photo shoot. It's not like it was like a porn thing where she was like totally naked, like spread eagle, like bending over. Like it was nothing like that, you know? So I don't know why she's so upset about it. Like, so, you know what I mean? Well, she's upset because she didn't think they'd get out. That's the thing. Like, what did you think those was going to happen with those pictures? Like, that's the thing I don't understand. You put this out. Like, it's one thing to really get a sex tape stolen or in those fapping pictures yeah. like Scarlett Johansson or her, those pictures she was sending to whomever, and they get out. That's embarrassing. But you posed for this. But you, you knew have they to were under- professional pictures. You have to understand, though, Vanna White is 60 years old, right? So she grew up in a different era. She wasn't growing up in the era of everyone's nudes are online. You can, you know, get a nude picture to your phone in two seconds. So it, it probably didn't really occur to her that something like that could happen because it wasn't as prevalent, I guess. And she didn't know she was going to be famous, right? Like, if she ends up being a nobody, Vanna White's lingerie photos never end up in play. Boy, nor do they ever even leave the film that they were taken on. Same as me. If this is where my career ends today, <laughs> let's say, for example, you know, my nudes probably will never get out. No one will ever see them because no one cares. But say, you know, I end up being successful in life, becoming famous. There might be some ex-boyfriends from the past who have some stuff and it gets out there. Well, here's the thing. You are somebody who you were a little hard on yourself. Chris and I will gladly look at any naked photos, any videos. I mean, Chris, you'd probably look at them just for strictly for show prep, right? 
I guess I would have to do it. Eh, so, yeah, I would take a peek. Yeah, we would have to take a peek. He would you know, see what's doing downstairs. Exactly. I never thought I would meet such generous friends as you guys. <laughs> That's what we're here I for. I feel very... Uh, very blessed? Thank you. Hashtag? Hashtag blessed. Live from the Buff Whalen Chevrolet Panic Room, Cal and Company on 89X. Good morning, I am Cal Cagna. What a beautiful day outside, though. Oh my gosh, I just want to go outside in my bathing suit <laughs> and lay by the pool with a margarita, don't you? This morning when I was getting coffee, someone was working at the coffee shop and said, you know what, I think we're finally past this nasty weather. I had no frost on my windshield. Wow. Just looking outside, you don't yeah. have any frost on your windshield, but you do have uh, tons of rain. You okay. have crap coming out of the sky. Here's the deal. I know that one day you want to get married to Damon. You think that's something that'll happen? Me and Chris, not so much. <laughs> well, thanks, guys. Thanks for your vote of confidence. Not trying to be an a-hole, but why buy the cow when you can get the milk for free? But whatever. <laughs> wow. These Thank are things, you. though, that the fights you need to have before you can be married, okay? These are things that you have to have fought about before you get married. And I will go down the list, okay. and I will quiz you, and I will check them off if you've done them. If you haven't, you're not ready. Okay. A fight about a chore that one of you does better than the other. Have you ever fought about that? Whether it's vacuuming, whether it's cleaning the cupboards, whether it's cooking. Mm, Have you ever fought about it? Yes. Okay, you're good. Because my wife and I fight all the time about vacuuming. Really? She says I do a terrible job. I say, well, at least I do it. Right. You know, there's that whole thing. And she's like, well, you know, I would do it more. You're home during the day. All this stuff. That's right? definitely happened. Okay. How about a screaming match while sprinting towards the gate of your plane? dragging your luggage behind you because the person's taking too long to walk. Mm, no, we both actually are pretty fast walkers. Okay, because my wife and I constantly have this. Really? Yeah, I am. we're always late for everything, and so then we show up, and I'm like, let's go, we gotta go, and my wife's looking, and you know, I'm thinking about buying one of these books. <laughs> I haven't read People Magazine in a long time. Look who's on the cover, John Gosling. Oh, that's so crazy. Yeah, okay, so we always fight about that. So you have never had that one? No. Okay, we're going to say no on that one. We also, though, haven't taken that many, like, plane trips together. Because you're poor. Uh, <laughs> a fight about lending a family member money? No, because we're that. poor. <laughs> okay. A freak out about working, like, 70-plus hours a week and barely seeing each other. That has happened before, but not really a fight, more of just like tension and feeling a little disconnected. Uh, when he worked in the oil field, it was like that a little bit. He worked in the oil field in Texas? <clears throat> mm-hmm. And so he was gone a lot? Yeah, he'd be gone for two weeks at a time. Uh, he would fly home to Michigan and then he'd fly back there. So he was kind of like living in both places. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, it was crazy. If you would have went with him, you could have ran to the gate with your <laughs> luggage going sideways, screaming at each other. Okay, disagree. Excuse me, disagreement about where you should live. Duh, right? Yeah, okay. for sure. <laughs> uh, how much or how little or how often you're having sex? Yes. Got it. Okay, Chris, you're on board with this too? Yep, she is so far two. Yes, yep. Oh, okay, you, cool. you mean no, me and my no. girlfriend? Or I'm keeping no, score No, I'm talking about either Jillian. one. You can okay. chime in however you want. Okay, yeah, okay, I got her too. Okay. How to fight about not having uh, enough fights. Having a fight about not having enough fights that we don't fight enough. No, Okay, that's, that's one's dumb. Kind of dumb. You don't that's like the dumbest fighting. thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Bicker about which, uh, about a social media interaction between a partner and somebody else. Like that you- Ooh, yeah. I made him delete his ex-wife on Facebook. Well, Damn. You know, that one definitely. <laughs> Why was he friends with his ex-wife on Facebook? Uh, yeah, that was my question. For the kids. That was when we were like first dating. Why did we just find out? Yeah, for the kids. That was yeah. that? 
Does he have oh, kids? By too? the way, he has five kids. No, he has no kids. Okay, because you told us yesterday for the first time ever that he's he was married, and most both Chris and I were mind just blown, mind blown. Yeah, well, you know, it's not really like my business to tell, so I don't really talk about it a lot. You know, clash over decorating your new place. Uh oh, yes, definitely. When basement. we moved in. No, when we moved into uh, the house in Royal Oak, he like so badly wanted this like really disgusting couch that he had from his apartment in the living room. And I have like a really nice, I mean, it's not really nice, but it's a nicer set of like a couch and a love seat and they're matching and they go together and they look pretty good. And he wanted to like put the, my one couch with his, and I was like, no dude, we're not going to have a mismatching frat house for a living room. Like, sorry, we got yeah. in a full on like actual fight. And I'm telling you, this fight actually lasted probably over a week. It's been one week since you talked to me. <laughs> I Got in a fight about the frat house. Honestly, in. moving into that house was so stressful. I cannot tell you. Tell us. It was so stressful. 